0: Nishanach. So, let's just cut to the chase. I'm just here to give my thoughts on the Pope visit in Canada. Hmm. I will admit I was upset and I did cry. I cried seeing the faces of the elders. I cried seeing the, the expressions of the youth. Um I didn't agree with what the pope had to say the way he said it. I feel there was a lot of disrespect. It was a forced apology. <sighs> Moving on from that, I think we need to talk about a few things. One, I think we need to stop expecting sincerity um, when it comes to our oppressors and those that hold present positions with our oppressors. I'm going to share something with you. Um, On my first call with the Army in returning my ancestor home, Ellen Macy, from Carlisle Boarding School, one of the army representatives kept stating, oh, it's it's not us, it's not our fault. Like we didn't do this. Um, I didn't do this type of vibe. And I had a lot to say, I wanted to say some things, but I didn't feel it was the right place or time. My purpose was to get her home, not argue, and place blame in some ways. Yes, He personally did not do that. Yes, the army personally at this date did not do that, but they still hold responsibility. The government, the institution, holds responsibility for its past crimes. I'm calling it a crime because it's a crime. It'd be crime for anybody else. Um, it was kind of like unnecessary to say because. Nobody was pointing fingers at them. He was just on the offensive. And that's how a lot of people feel that they are not responsible, even though they're working in those institutions. Um, Instead of them taking the opportunity to say, yes, there were wrongs, some tragedies, some horrific crimes, And I am here to help right those wrongs. And my heart hurts, and I wish we could be here under different circumstances. You know, like that sort of thing. Um, Every time we get these apologies or acknowledgements, it's just, it's, it's, hmm. In some ways it helps, other ways it doesn't. Some ways that it helps is to actually hear them say yes, this happened, instead of being silent and pretending like it didn't happen or flat out denying it, which has happened, of course. But um, it still stings because they can't admit the whole truth. They don't want to own it. And I think that's where we're getting our, our emotions and feelings caught up in is that we want them to take ownership and they're never ever going to take ownership for what their institutions did. We need to understand that walking into these things. Kind of have to look at it like you're trying to cross a creek and it's, it just rained and there's some stones, some are wet and slippery, you know, and this is us getting to that first safe stone to cross the creek safely. We might fall in, might get hurt, might get wet, but eventually we're going to make it across. And we can only do that if we stand strong together and support each other, you know? Which brings me to the other part, the headdress, the blanket, the robes. Can we finally agree to stop giving sacred items, earned items, precious privileged items to our oppressors to say thank you? They do not deserve it. There's people within our own tribes that would love to earn one of those things and they can't even earn it. So why hand it over to the oppressor, to the person that's representing the institutions that murdered us, that raped us, that abused us, that that just... <sighs> Stop giving them items. You need to take a minute and sit back and think of the ramifications, think of how others will, will feel. I know that Chief probably didn't look outside himself. I'm hoping he sees that it was a mistake. Um, I know he wanted to say thank you, but saying thank you in that way when survivors, people who actually survived those painful things, and yes, I heard he was a survivor too, okay, he came to a place of forgiveness within his heart but he, his actions were representing all of us really, you know in, in, a, in such a public way and I don't think he understood what that impact was going to be and I think we all need to go to our tribal leaders to to our council whatever make some rules that no more non-indigenous people can have our sacred items as a thank you gift make a basket make some earrings or a necklace something you know maybe a blanket with the children's names or or the names of the tribes and the numbers that have been found so far something to represent so every time they look at that blanket they have to think of that you know but but stitched and beaded by by our people and let them know the ones that made this did this with tears and the tears are staining the blanket you know something like that but not something of honor like a headdress nothing like a a a, a button blanket not- <sighs> And we do it a lot. We give them to mayors, we give them to governors, we give them to, like, uh, you know, all these fancy people that don't care about us. It's just a publicity stunt. And let's get real this Pope was pressured into this apology. You cannot expect your abuser to give a sincere apology, it will never happen. I remember when my abuser invited me into the home and sat me down at the kitchen table and said, I am sorry for putting you through everything I put you through. I know I hurt you really bad. I'm really sorry for that. And I said, wow. And don't you know, like three days later, he was calling me names, names that are vile that I can't even say here over nothing. And then asking me why are you so bitter? because you keep repeating the same thing what was i expecting an apology to wipe everything away and that's what we have to get in our heads we cannot expect an apology to do anything It's an acknowledgement it's a start it's a stepping stone but don't invest so much of your hope and energy into it how many centuries How many generations are we going to place hope into the oppressor to do the right thing and be let down? That's how we got to where we are, and we need to stop. But we have to keep applying the pressure. We have to keep fighting for our rights. But stop putting hope in your faith that the right thing will be done, because it will never be done. Never. So what can we do is just use this as a stepping stone and keep moving forward. We may slip. We may get hurt. We may get wet, but we're going to make it across that torrential creek, you know? We're going to make it no matter what it takes, and we got to do it together. So let's not hate on an entire tribe. Let's not hate on a single man his actions I don't think he thought them through he doesn't represent all of us I would not have advocated for that I would not have said yes let's do it that was his choice but it doesn't represent us but we can't hurt each other right now and tear down their family his family We can't tear down the entire tribe. We can't, it's not okay. In fact, I think the woman singing might've been from the same tribe, but don't quote me on that, I'm not sure. But um, let's take some time to sit with the ancestors and sit with Creator and let them soothe our hearts. Let them wipe our tears. And then ask them, what's next? What do I do next? Let them guide us. But let's do it with love for each other and let's keep fighting because this is just the beginning. And I want to thank all those survivors and even the generations after that fought so hard for this moment in Canada because it reflects over here in the United States. And it's helping us too. And we need to be united in this effort because we were all affected by this. And we still are today. So I'm sending my love out to you all. And I'm asking just sit with the ancestors and creator, burn your cedar, burn your sage, burn your tobacco, whatever. And just take some time to soothe your heart. And then get back up and let's keep fighting together. What can we do next? What is happening next? Let's, let's achieve it. This was achieved. We can achieve more. Let's keep fighting. This is just the beginning. Much love to you all. And have a good night.